Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast, bringing you the latest updates from the world of sports, gambling, and pop culture. Because you can't have a show without hot takes or a Tiger King meme these days. Know what I'm saying? Now, with over 200 episodes and ready to get after it again, here's your host, Dwayne Callender. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. Got quite a bit to go through so we're going to break this up but first we'll get into march madness in this episode and then we'll record a little bit later on to discuss ufc 260 uh later tonight so uh without much further ado we'll talk about the sweet 16 matchups in the ncaa tournament uh just a, a lot has gone on with the amount of upsets in the tournament thus far as uh, we've discussed already and, you know, to be honest, we, you know, it's not as though it should be that much of a shock. We said there was going to be variance in this tournament, given uh, the lack of a crowd and the amount of uh, neutral factors uh, kind of subduing uh, what's going on. So we're uh, we're going to talk about, you know, uh, how to play for Sweet 16 brackets. And where I actually think some of these matchups are going to go. So, you know, when we're we're talking about, you know, in terms of value at the end of the day, if we're, we're still discussing brackets, you know, at the end of the day, it, even in uh, Sweet 16 brackets, the value is still going to be with Gonzaga. Uh, you know, the pool has shifted much smaller now. And we've lost a lot of the major contenders that had the capability of knocking off Gonzaga. You know, you talk about Illinois being bounced, Ohio State getting bounced, Purdue being out, Iowa being out. You know, there are fewer teams that actually have the makeup to really knock out a Gonzaga. You still got Baylor in the mix, but, you know, that would only come in the championship game. So, realistically, it makes it that much harder to pick against Gonzaga moving forward. You know, they've got um, uh, they've got the matchup uh, 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 coming up uh, today, but, you know, I, I kind of look at it again. It, you know, once they got past Oklahoma, I didn't really see all that much uh, give, give them uh, trouble. So it, it makes it a difficult uh kind of segue when we're, we're saying uh, we're, we're going to say that, uh, you know, be beyond uh, some of these matchups that uh, Gonzaga isn't going to be there at the very end. When we've talked about it from the outset, Gonzaga was the best team in the tournament, but it really is that simple. I just don't see a Creighton being able to pull off an upset on 
Gonzaga, a team left in the Sweet 16, in my opinion. Uh, uh, and that includes Oral Roberts, of all teams, being in this field. I, I just don't think bad Creighton shows up far more often. And again, Creighton wasn't necessarily all that, has not looked that good uh, so far in the tournament. Uh, even though they, they did manage to get to the Sweet 16. Sometimes the matchups matter. So I, I look at Gonzaga, and I see them moving on uh, comfortably uh, tomorrow. But uh, let's talk about the games today. Uh, you know, first up, we got Loyola Chicago against Oregon State. Loyola Chicago actually favored against Oregon State. Uh, this is an interesting one because I expect this game to be low scoring. But I don't necessarily like Loyola Chicago being favored. Uh, the way Oregon State plays, they're going to play it slow and methodical, which is what uh, Loyola Chicago wants. But Loyola Chicago is going to want the other side to uh, be a little bit more aggressive with their shot taking uh, and and trying to uh, uh, be able to uh, uh, over overextend in certain parts. And I don't think Oregon State's going to give it to him. So I think this game kind of comes down to uh, can Loyola Chicago, with their opportunities uh, beyond the arc, can they knock them down against Oregon State? Because we've seen Oregon State be able to shoot well from the free throw line. I'm not entirely sold. You know, again, Loyola Chicago's going to be able to need to shoot the ball well. And this could be a game where... Oregon State uh, uh, slows it down enough and makes it a, a defensive struggle where Loyola Chicago could actually get tougher times uh, to score the basketball than they did against Illinois. And I know that sounds weird, but it, it's one of those cases where matchup-wise, if the other team's not going to give you much to work with and not overextend offensively and give you transition basket, uh, baskets, it makes it a little bit tougher case to... Uh, score the ball sometimes and I, I do think that uh, you know not being able to get transition buckets and uh, uh, some of the easier baskets where uh, you know defensively they uh, the team may gamble a bit more I think Loyola Chicago could be in some trouble against Oregon State so even though it's a 8-12 seed matchup I think that line is a little bit mistaken I think Loyola Chicago should only be favored by a point or two I don't think it's a six and a half point uh, spread uh that uh, the experts have it as, uh, you know, maybe they, Vegas knows something I don't, but I'm not entirely sold on um, Loyola Chicago being able to dominate that matchup. Now, when it comes to uh, Villanova uh, uh, facing off against Baylor, that line I can, I can get behind because Villanova does have some injury issues. So Baylor being the seven and a half point favorite, you know, the, Baylor can flex against Villanova because the, Areas where Villanova can uh, get exposed upon in transition, I think uh, Baylor has the the team makeup that can actually uh, make this a difficult game for Villanova to stay in if they fall behind early. So it it, it becomes a, a case where Villanova has to get off to a quick start and be able to kind of push the tempo. So uh, definitely a matchup where I like Baylor to win uh, in the early matchup. I think it's a pick em. I think you could go with Oregon State or Loyola Chicago. Neither team winning would surprise me in the slightest. But for Baylor-Nova, I really think Baylor's going to take that one. I, I don't necessarily see Villanova matching up well against Baylor. 
Now, Oral Roberts being the Cinderella of the, of the tournament thus far, uh, playing against Arkansas, you know, I think Arkansas knocked off some of the rust uh, to start the tournament. I do think that Arkansas uh, gets things taken care of. Uh, so, you know, it, it kind of comes down to a case where, you know, we'll be looking at uh, a scenario where, you know, I can see, I could, I could see Arkansas taking care of business against uh, against Oral Roberts pretty quickly. Uh, to be perfectly blunt, uh, I, I don't necessarily see that game stretching out very far. Uh, you know, I think maybe for the first ten, fifteen minutes of the first half, but I really think Arkansas can put it on Oral Roberts and take care of business. Uh, in, in short order. So that one makes it a little bit tougher. Houston against Syracuse. Houston should win that one, but Syracuse can make life very difficult with their zone. You know, if Buddy Bayheim can shoot uh, from beyond the arc and keep Syracuse in it, uh, Houston at a, at a six and a half point favorite, I don't necessarily uh, think it, it, it it's going to be as lopsided in that fashion. I, I think it, it can be a closer matchup, but, uh, you know, I think it Syracuse definitely keeps it close uh, for uh, at least a half uh, and definitely uh, should be an interesting one because I think tempo-wise, this is another matchup where tempo is so critical to the overall scheme of things. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think Houston is one of those teams that could basically make it to the finals uh, with uh, Gonzaga. So I kind of look at this as a case where, you know, you've got Baylor and you got Houston. These are the potential opponents I think are most likely to face a uh, Gonzaga in the finals. So, uh, you know, again, it, it's, it's, you've got some Cinderella's uh, in the mix without question today with the, the Oregon state matchup with uh, Loyola Chicago and then, of course, Oral Roberts face off against Arkansas. But realistically, I'm looking at Baylor and Houston as the, the actual remaining threats against uh, Gonzaga moving forward. So as we go to the Sunday matchups, early matchups going to be uh, the aforementioned Gonzaga against Creighton. I, I really don't see where Creighton has any advantages over Gonzaga. I think uh in the crux of play uh you know this line is just heavily slanted towards Gonzaga you know almost a 14 point spread it really is a tough one where i don't see a whole lot uh the matchup that i think we could see the upset is uh Michigan against Florida State now Michigan has looked far better than i actually thought without Isaiah Livers uh i i thought without Livers uh, the Wolverines were very much in danger of uh, getting knocked out early. Uh, getting to this uh, stage against Florida State, you know, Florida State doesn't really expose uh, uh, Michigan at the wings. So where you would, I would expect Michigan to be punished without having livers in the lineup, uh, Florida State really doesn't uh, ha- offer that much in that range. So I, I think in the East, uh, you know, I, I think this is... Uh, this two and a half line for Michigan is actually a little bit on the low side. I actually like Michigan a bit more 
to beat uh, Florida State uh, because where you can punish Michigan, that's not really uh, where Florida State excels. Florida State uh, wants to rebound the ball, but Michigan's a very good rebounding team as well. So I I don't necessarily see uh, the advantages where uh, Florida State's going to be able to uh, uh, pick apart uh, the current weaknesses of this Wolverine squad. So uh, I would lean more towards uh, Michigan uh, taking care of business than anything else. So it, it, it becomes a, a little bit of a guessing game, but I, I really, you know, as much as I was down on Michigan to begin with, I think they have one of the safer matchups uh, this weekend. Alabama against UCLA. This is where it gets interesting because I think Alabama should be able to win this one. Uh, you know, the spread's six and a half, but Johnny Juzang has been lighting it up in this tournament, and I don't necessarily see uh, the Crimson Tide actually having an answer for him. If UCLA can and get uh, that uh, penetration in the lane and still be able to uh, get off uh, some perimeter uh, open jumpers as they have in the tournament, this is a very difficult matchup for Alabama. So I'm not, I'm not necessarily sold on Alabama uh, matching up. Well, I think Alabama has a tougher matchup than Michigan does uh, in the East. Uh, so to me, the line set should actually be flipped. I think Alabama should have uh, Michigan's line of only two and a half. And I think Michigan should have Alabama's line of six and a half. But again, you know, I'm not Vegas, but it, it just seems as though the lines are actually flipped in the East region matchups uh, based off of what we've got. And then in the late game, uh, we've got two uh, Pac-12 teams uh, playing each other, Oregon against USC. Uh, they only played once in the regular season uh, because there was a postponement due to COVID, but it it's actually uh, a bit of a interesting uh, dynamic here because, you know, when we're looking at, uh, when we're looking at these matchups, you know, folks are favoring USC, but, you know, if you looked at Oregon's outside shooting, against Iowa, you know, is it is it difficult to duplicate that performance? Absolutely. But I will say that, you know, if Oregon comes out with that kind of offensive firepower again in a half where they put uh they put on a clinic against Iowa, I mean, you know, scoring 56 points and a half, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like you're if you're scoring at that clip uh, with Chris Duarte, uh, you know I don't necessarily see uh, USC being able to keep pace uh, with Oregon again. That's if Oregon is able to uh, score with that level of proficiency. Uh, not, not not a lock by any stretch, but I think if Oregon gets that pace up, USC is in trouble. Back when uh, USC and Oregon played, I believe this was uh, in, jeez, uh, I, I, I want to say, I want to say they, they played at, um, wow, I, I think it was like February, to be honest. Um, but like Oregon only, uh, Oregon struggled mightily shooting from the field. And uh, only scored about like 20 points in the first half uh, of play. And, you know, it was a comfortable victory for USC. I mean, basically, USC has to just uh, keep this game within a half-court kind of style 
uh, and shut down Oregon. If Oregon is able to get pace and get off shots and kind of uh, uh, use the three-point line uh, to their advantage, I think this is where uh, USC gets into trouble. Now, USC being overall top team in the Pac-12 throughout the year, uh, I think uh, USC should be able to get the win. But, you know, again, this is where you're starting to say, you know, how do I differentiate myself when making picks? I actually think, you know, you could uh, pick Oregon in a Sweet 16 bracket just to differentiate yourself and, you know, kind of go with more chalk picks in terms of, uh, in, in terms of, uh, of uh, Gonzaga and some of the other top seeds uh, still left in the tournament. So that's where I would look to uh, kind of make the plays. So, you know, that's where I, I think you got to start thinking about it. It's that, yeah, you can call for some upsets, but realistically it's about the matchups and Gonzaga's matchup, I think is still too favorable to look past them as an overall favorite. Uh, you know, Michigan, uh, I think they can, uh, they can get past Florida state, uh, but Alabama's got a tricky one against UCLA, USC and Oregon that that's razor thin in my opinion. And so, you know, re- realistically, like how many teams do you think can get to the final four? It's like, basically, uh, you're going Gonzaga or Baylor. And, you know, I still think that uh, uh, Baylor has a couple of other teams like Houston that could give them trouble uh, later on. So it, it, it really does kind of come down to, you know, do we see another major, and I don't even say major upset, but it's like you got to get like some surprise play going on that actually uh, takes care of business. And that's where, uh, you know, uh, you can get the uh, differentiators, in my opinion. So uh, that's kind of where I, I, I'll leave things off. Uh, but uh, should be some entertaining games coming up with the Sweet 16. And uh, we'll leave it there. But uh, enjoy the games, everyone. And until next time. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com prenatal.